All right, all right, all right. The NFL season is wrapping up. It's coming to a conclusion. RIP my emotions. I'm going to be disappointed. But guys, the time to save money, it is right now. You got to hit up my friends over at Chevalier Mortgage. Sure, you know, you're probably hearing how great the rates are right now, and they are. But Mike and Virginia, they're not your typical mortgage company. They have phenomenal rates, but what really separates them is Mike is a certified financial planner, and he looks at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. They're a small, family-owned company, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but buying a home seems really stressful. I don't want to feel like I'm walking into a Walmart, you know what I mean, just moving along here. I want that personal connection. That's what Mike and Virginia are all about. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choosing when you do. Most importantly, though, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all of your financial options. Again, that's dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choosing. If you're a little more old school, you want to talk to somebody on the phone, that's cool. Give Mike a call directly. Hit him up at 970-412-2472. That's 970-412-2472. Tell him Justin from DNVR Rams sent you, or you can always visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Well, Shaq, you said it perfectly. Great day. Great day for this Bucks defense. Five sacks on Aaron Rodgers. Three for you, two for JPP. How did you guys make it look so easy getting pressure on him today? Uh, just first of all, I want to thank my Lord and Savior to God be all the glory. But uh, we know it was time for us to affect the game. And we could, because Aaron Rodgers gave us a chance to get to him. He hold the ball. He want to make the big play. We just took advantage of them opportunities. Uh, it might have looked easy, but it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. There's a lot of work going into it for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Shaq, I remember the day that Tom Brady signed. I turned on a network, and you were one of the first guys interviewed. And uh, I think you were sitting at home, and you were just talking about how pumped up you were. Uh-huh. Obviously, you're very excited right now. Can you explain to us what Tom Brady has done for this team? First of all, he's been in a situation time and time again. He's a great game lead. I mean, game management manager. He can lead us when we need him to lead us. He just, it's just like no situation he hasn't been in. And then his leadership in the locker room is amazing. He always talking to everybody, the first man to the last man on the roster. And when you're saying your mean guy doing that, one of your big time guys doing it, we all feed off of it. And it's just making it for a great locker room relationship, a lot of camaraderie, and it's uh, working out, as you can see. Celebrate with your teammates in a second, but Bruce Arian said this week you're not going to think about the Super Bowl because the second you do that, you know what happens. Yeah. But now you're going back to Tampa, first ever team to play at home for the Super Bowl. Looking at the camera, tell them, tell hey. the people in Tampa Bay how you feel about this one. Hey, we doing it for y'all. We appreciate all the support, and it's, it's about time we make history, man. First team host the Super Bowl, being a Super Bowl. Next step is to win the Super Bowl. We love y'all. We appreciate it. Thanks for all the support, baby. Congrats. Go be with your team. All right, see y'all. Man, what a day for Shaquille Barrett. That uh, that interview was obviously Aaron Andrews' postgame on the Fox broadcast. Just kind of wanted to show some of the excitement. Obviously, that was not me conducting the interview. Want to give proper credit where it is due. But uh, yeah, man, just a awesome, awesome day for Shaq Barrett. Three sacks, two tackles for a loss, four hits on the quarterback. I mean, excuse my language here, guys, but he wrecked shit. Absolutely wrecked shit. A, just an, a once-in-a-lifetime type performance. And the thing about Shaq, 
it's, it, it would be a once in a lifetime type performance for other people, but not for him because his whole career, this is what he has done. He has stepped up in the biggest moments, going all the way back to the New Mexico Bowl, where he put the Rams on his back, not single-handedly, obviously, because a lot of crazy things had to happen in that game, but really took matters into his own hands and, you know, created the strip, gets reviewed, they take it away, does it right again, gets the CSU the ball back again. This is a guy who just makes plays. He did it in Denver. I mean, that 2015 Super Bowl run, I always think about that Cleveland game where he stepped in as a starter, completely balled out. The hit he had on Tom Brady in the snow game in that 2015 game with Brock Osweiler. I mean, this is a guy when the lights are brightest, when the game is on the line, when it matters, he is who I want lining up on my team. And, you know, I brought it up so many times over the years, but God, the Broncos dropped the ball on that one. And, you know, I, I, this is not like me trying to trash or, or dog Bradley Chubb because Bradley Chubb is a once in a generation type pass rusher. That is how good he is. He's a phenomenal player, but it made absolutely no sense for Denver to draft him. It really didn't. They had Shaq on the roster. They could have re-signed him for, you know, a, a fraction of what he's going to make in Tampa Bay now. It, it, they just, they dropped the ball. And really, it goes back all the way, you know, before the draft. Sure, you know, you can talk about the Bradley Chubb pick and how Denver would have benefited greatly from taking a guy like, oh, I don't know, Quentin Nelson, an all-pro elite guard, or Josh Allen, or Lamar Jackson, but any of them, Minka Fitzpatrick. I mean, shoot, there were so many talented players that could have helped the Broncos right away. But I mean, it it went all the way back to giving Shane Ray reps over Shaq Barrett. I mean, that's really when his relationship with Denver started to fray a little bit. And honestly, I don't, bl- I don't blame Shaq one bit because he's always been the better player. And, and I get that the NFL is complicated because, look, Shane Ray was a top 15 NFL draft pick. They had a lot of capital invested in him. And because of that, he was going to get every opportunity in the world. Shaq was an undrafted free agent. He's a guy that everybody liked. But ultimately, you know, he, they didn't have a ton invested in him. They should have just said, fuck it. Anyways, you know what I mean? Like, screw it. They should have just ignored the politics, played the better person, invested in the better person. And the Broncos would have been better off because of it. Instead, he goes off to Tampa Bay, balls out last season, ends up signing the franchise tag, now completely balls out again. I mean, I tweeted yesterday, the only person having a better day than Shaq Barrett right now is his agent. And that's the truth because his agent is sitting back, feet on the desk, cell phone open on, show me the money. Show me the money. I want you to back it on up with a Brinks truck full of cash because my man Shaq just balled out in the biggest game. He's going to do it in the Super Bowl too. You just know it. Like you just know it. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a diehard Broncos fan. My family's had season tickets my whole life. I've been going to games. I'm, I'm very fortunate in that regard. I bleed orange and blue. But man, it's been fun watching Shaq go get his and just, I mean, we knew, we knew it. I mean, so many people tried to be dismissive and act like, oh, you're CSU blinders, you know, whatever. I've been watching this dude for a freaking decade and he can ball out and he did it on Sunday. He's about to get paid. I, I, I just, I hope he gets a ring. I, it feels weird to root for Tom Brady, but I've gone full circle and I like the dude now. It's, it's a weird reality that I'm living in. I think he's funny. Like it's, ah, can't believe I'm saying that, but I do. He posts those like post game, you know, videos with like the rap songs in the background. It's, it's dorky, but it's endearing. I, 
I can't help but root for this Buccaneers team. I like Brady. I like Arians. Obviously, you know, Bruce Arians. I want to, <laughs> should clarify that sounded kind of odd. Um, and then, you know, Shaq, Shaq Barrett, obviously. It's just amazing to see what he's doing. That offense is fun. You know, Lo- Leonard Fournette's come back to life. Mike Evans is doing his thing. Shoot, man, they might be able to give the Chiefs a run for their money. At least I hope so. It, it should at least be a good game. You know, I'm very intrigued. And that's coming from someone who had a decent amount of cash on the Packers to win the Super Bowl this year. So I did not want to see them go down. So, oh, man. I've not had a great year gambling on football, guys. I really have not. But uh, I'm just going to let it go. And I'm going to be excited for Shaq. And I'm going to be excited for my guy, Richard Higgins. I know uh, he had that fumble in, in the Chiefs game. And I don't know, it seemed like an illegal hit to me. But anyways, I'm just... That was the best part of the NFL season for me this year. Was watching guys like Richard Higgins, you know, Michael Gallup, and Shaquille Barrett just absolutely ball out. One, because they're talented and they deserve it. But two, through, they're just like some of the best people that I've been around. And that makes it so much easier to root for them. Same goes for old BC Johnson. And obviously, he's in a tough situation up in Minnesota. Just good dudes. Genuine people that you want to root for. And that's what makes it fun to cover this team. Is There's just a lot of good dudes that have come through the program over the years. And, and I'm really enjoying seeing some of these guys have a lot of success at the next level. I'm, a, I'm sure we'll talk plenty of Shaq leading up to the Super Bowl. We've got two weeks, so don't want to beat that horse to death right now. Uh, but I am going to pivot and transition over to hoops. It looks like the Colorado State-Boise State series is a go. There were some reports that it may not happen. Boise State had a game against Fresno State get postponed due to a positive test. According to BJ Reigns, ended up being a false positive. As of right now, it seems like all... All things are a go for that series. So we're going to kind of start to preview that and uh, talk about why it's so important for CSU. Because let me tell you what, guys, Boise State's got a brutal schedule to finish the season. All right, we're going to jump into that and more. But first, a word from our partners. Pigskin fans, stop what you are doing right now. The moment you have been waiting for all season is right around the corner. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55, is bringing back their golden ticket giveaway offer with up to $55 million in prizes up for grabs. All you've got to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter the DraftKings free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, you'll get a free instant prize of up to $25,000. That's not all, though. If you have the most predictions correct, you could win the top prize of up to $1 million dollars. Again, download the app now, enter the free prediction challenge, answer the questions like, who will score last? Boom, you're ready to make it rain. DraftKings has already paid out $7 billion since 2012. That's right, billion with a B, $7 billion. They know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code DNVR and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize of up to $25,000 just for playing. The promo code DNVR now and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge again with that promo code DNVR. Now only at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms, conditions, and eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings slash Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. 
All right, I am going to talk about the Boise State series. Uh, before I do, I briefly wanted to bring up the situation with Joey Lynch, and that is that he is apparently dipping from Colorado State, was obviously the offensive coordinator, only ended up having four games in town. He's going to be the quarterback coach and passing game coordinator at Vanderbilt instead. Interesting. <laughs> um, there's a lot of layers to this one, and so I'm going to dedicate an entire podcast to that instead of trying to kind of briefly like ramble over it. So make sure that you pay attention for that the next day or so. I think I'm going to try and get a guest on there so I can kind of just think it through. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts, but I don't want to overreact too much. Uh, my main one is just that um, I don't want to hear anything about loyalty as far as you know people complaining about the players having you know freedom of movement and all that because. Like, let's be real, these these coaches do whatever they want. They leave whenever they want. And I will say, I, I it sounds like there might be some layers to this. And this isn't a matter of, you know, Joey Lynch just like trying to get out because it's like a promotion or something like that. It sounds like he and Daz maybe didn't really see eye to eye. But I mean, even so, it's just like you sell yourself on loyalty and how you're going to be there for these kids. And then what do they do? They leave. Now, this will be the third offensive coordinator in as many years. Just a tough situation. So obviously, I'll talk about that. Um, guys that I would like to see in the mix as a candidate, I'm sure it'll be somebody with an Adazio connection. That just seems to be how he chooses to operate. But a weird deal. A weird deal with Joey Lynch, and I'll have to talk about that more in the coming days. And I think I'm going to write a column as well. So weird times to be a Ram. It almost always is. <laughs> oh, man. It's just a, just a weird, 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 weird situation. All right, let's talk hoops because I I just I don't feel like talking about that stuff today. Um, Colorado State, man, nobody's nobody seems to be giving them a chance in this series against Boise State. You, I follow a lot of you know people that tune in and talk about the Mountain West, and everybody's just kind of you know talking about you know you know Boise State's going to be in the conversation for the tournament, and then you know San Diego State and Utah State, and then they just kind of end it there. Now I get it, you know Boise State, they're the they're the hot team right now. They've only had one loss all season, and that was Houston. They're 13 and 1. They've done everything that they can do. They're scoring well. They play good defense. I mean, they're genuinely a good team. They've got a road win over BYU. That's their best win of the season so far, in my opinion. They haven't played anyone else yet, though. Like, at, at least in the league. Now, I will say going to Laramie and winning two games is not easy. So I don't want to be too dismissive of that. They still have to play on the road at CSU. Then they follow it up with a trip to Nevada, which is deceptively tough. They just got swept by, by Wyoming too, but they can score in a hurry. UNLV still comes to town for two games. We all know how they can score. They have to play Utah State twice, and they go on the road at San Diego State. They have to play every good team still. CSU, on the other hand, they've already played San Diego State. They've already played Utah State, and they got out with a 500 record. They've already played UNLV. They beat them. You know, I've, I've said time and time again, you can't sleep on that Wyoming series. You can't sleep on that Nevada series. I mean, really, you can't sleep on any game, Air Force and New Mexico either, but they really cannot blow those ones because CSU is significantly better than those teams. If I'm Nico Medved right now, and he's really good about, you know, not putting too much emphasis on any one individual game or series, but man, these next two matter. You've got them at home. 
Boise State, I'd be preaching how they haven't been tested like we have. They haven't had to go through the gauntlet. Sure, they beat Wyoming on the road, but other than that, you know who their wins are over? New Mexico, San Jose State, and Air Force. Big whoop-de-doo. Now, again, I think Boise State is a good team. In fact, I was so high on Boise State last year that I took them to win the league. I don't get a vote, but that's, you know, who was my preseason. This year, I took them second. I was very high on this team. I'm not trying to talk trash. My point is, they have not been tested yet. They haven't, at least not in a really long time. You know, you, you got to go all the way back to that road game against BYU on December 9th. I mean, we're talking like six weeks, guys. I don't know. Maybe it's the Homer in me. I think CSU has a good chance to sweep this, man. Look, I've, you got to split. You got to find a way to split. And Boise State's really good, so it would not surprise me at all if Boise State comes into Fort Collins and wins a game, even two. I mean, that'd be unfortunate if they ended up sweeping CSU, but it's kind of like what I talked about in that Utah State game series. If it happens, it happens. You're playing a really good team. I don't know, though. I just, I have this feeling in my gut that Boise State hasn't been challenged yet and that the Rams are going to kind of punch him in the mouth in game one, win it by about 10 or so, and then find a way to eke out a really tight one in game two. Again, this is this is just my gut. Like this isn't, I'm not trying to, you know, this isn't me trying to like be really bold and then, you know, come back a couple days from now and be like, I told you so. This this series can go a million ways. But deep in my gut, I feel really good about the Rams going into this. I just think they're tougher. I think they've been challenged more. I think it's big that they got this one at home after you know having to play some really tough road series. This team is battle-tested. Everything that they have been through was kind of setting them up for this stretch run here. And I, I just, I, I feel like we're going to see the Rams end up in the NCAA tournament. I really do. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I don't want to get my own hopes up because I love covering that kind of stuff. This group just feels different. They just feel different. And I know that's not you know, this isn't like me doing this from an analytical standpoint or, you know, even a schedule standpoint. It's just a gut feeling. And sometimes you have those, you know what I mean? Sometimes you just, sometimes you just know. You could kind of feel it with the Magnificent Seven that spring a couple of years back. You know, you kind of feel the tide turning. This team's better. They're a lot better. And they play like a team. So I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. I can't help but be. That's the optimist in me. To me, that's what sports is all about. You know, yeah, plenty of heartbreak. It's mostly heartbreak being a sports fan, honestly. But if you can't enjoy these type of moments, what's the point? I mean, really. Really. What's the point? So that's where I'm at. I'm excited. Really pumped for this series. Should be a great one on TV for the fans at home. It sucks that we don't have a Rock and Moby because this would be a situation where we had sellout crowds. Oh, that would be so fun. But again, you know, it is what it is. You got to find a way to win. And uh, I feel pretty good about the Rams going into this one. I just do. Really looking forward to that one. We will have plenty of content throughout the week talking hoops. Again, I'm going to be talking Joey Lynch and that offensive coordinator situation, all that fun stuff. We've got plenty to talk about the women's team. I want to do an update on the women's team. I, uh, I unfortunately could not attend their last game on Friday. Like I said, on Saturday's podcast, um, I had to at a doctor's appointment, some some personal stuff. So I'm sorry. I, I do my best to try and keep everybody as updated 
with everything as possible. My main beats are obviously the men's team and football team, but I just want to show them the respect that they deserve. And that team is definitely deserving of your respect. Make sure that you're paying attention. They're a lot of fun. Ryan Williams has that squad rolling. All right, that's all we have for today. We will be back with more content throughout the week. Stay safe. Do something nice for somebody today. Much love. Peace. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water, together make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man.